0: I was born and I've always loved Hello Kitty and Sanrio and I'm never going to stop so if anybody wants to stop me, sorry they can't stop me because I love Sanrio and Hello Kitty and everybody is awesome and we all have to spread happiness just like Sanrio did for us. Even if Sanrio is not near my house anymore, I can it around. Just spread it around. They'll be like, here, here's some happiness for you.
1: You're listening to another episode of Small Gift Big Story, the podcast that's dedicated to documenting and sharing personal Sanrio stories of fans of Sanrio. Hello Kitty, Bats Maru, Pachaco, and many of own
2: cream.
1: Oh, hang you down.
2: Winky Pinky.
1: Monkey Chi.
2: Picky Bicky. (laughs) Whoa. Tuxedo Sam.
1: And many others. Anyway.
2: This time we're talking to Meryl. Meryl's 27 years old. She's the embodiment of a true Sanrio fan. She has always loved Sanrio.
1: She loves Sanrio. Like loves, 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 loves Sanrio and has done so for a long time.
2: She lives the Sanrio motto "small gift, big smile," like it's her life's philosophy.
1: So we talked to Meryl by phone, and while we listen to her story on this episode, you can really hear how the Sanrio brand has affected someone and influenced someone for doing good. Meryl starts out her Sanrio story talking about her recent visit to Hello Kitty Con and her celebration for Hello Kitty's fortieth birthday
2: picture Meryl at hello kitty con donned head to toe in her hello kitty paraphernalia doesn't she tell us she told us how she took a bus for an hour from west covina over an hour
1: and when she got there she was kind of worried that you know she wasn't going to have anyone to talk to but she said right away waiting in these lines she met new people that had some common interest in hello kitty
2: and even though there were some of her friends who wanted to go with her, they were late to confirm, so she couldn't wait. She needed to go.
1: And she wanted to make sure that she didn't miss it. And can you blame her? It was amazing. If you didn't make it, aye, aye, aye.
2: So for Sanrio fans, for a long time, all we've had here in the United States is the stores. Um, there isn't a place like... An amusement park for us to enjoy the characters and the backstories of the characters and their personalities or identities.
1: You can and just to out. just to meet and talk and enjoy the the fun and excitement that Sanrio brings.
2: So Hello Kitty Con offered that to all the fans and to Meryl.
0: I knew when they first came out with Hello Kitty Con because I would get the emails. Like, all the time, like, reminders. And I'm like, I'm so going to Hello Kitty (laughs) Garden. When I went, I wore, like, these McDonald's watches. And nobody else wore them or had them. And I was, like, the only person that had them. I went by myself. Like, I had nobody to go with. When I went into the line, the line for the souvenir shop, like, the main souvenir shop, it was four hours. And I'm like, I'm not going to stand in line for four hours I got things to see so it was like really crazy and I'm like but I want to see the store too I just like walked around and like picked a bunch of stuff and like made friends when I was like in line and stuff like that so it was really cool when I was like in one of the lines there was like a couple and like they had a Hello Kitty wedding like before Hello Kitty Con and I was like oh my god you guys like got married and it was like Hello Kitty themed and I was like that's so cool so it's like really cool to like talk to different people even like people from different states came to Hello Kitty Con and I'm like wow she's really big I always like keep track of the Hello Kitty junkies on the website or like through Instagram and like we always try to meet up and stuff like that. So like I knew about that. I was like I'm gonna meet like so many Hello Kitty fans, like I probably won't even like remember their names but I'll be like, Yeah, I love Hello Kitty too, you know. So it's like really cool to like be around like Hello Kitty fans, like even guys. Like I didn't realize how many guys like Hello Kitty. It was like amazing. They like Hello Kitty and that's cool.
2: In the next part of our interview with Meryl, she talks about her store and a lot of us refer to the stores we go to frequently as our store.
1: Meryl fondly remembers the Sanrio store in the West Covina mall.
2: Meryl describes the special connection she has to her store.
1: And she talks about how this store, when you walked in, it had all these different sections um, decorated and displayed with just different Sanrio characters to really just walk in, pick out what you wanted to what you wanted to buy.
2: So before you continue listening to Meryl, just remember your store before you walked in what it looked like outside how far away you could spot it across the mall and then how it was organized inside
0: going to the stores in the 80s oh my god I would go to Sanrio stores like every time I had a chance or whenever I went to the malls because they were always there like you didn't have to worry about like them going away or going out of business. The Sanrio store that I always went to, even though it was small, it always just attracted me because it had like this rainbow, like, pole outside and it was like kind of colorful and you could like spot it like a mile away and I'd be like, I'm going to go in that store. And it always had the Sanrio surprises sign on it all the time and I was like, sanrio you know i would always go into the store and i'd be like oh i'm just gonna look at the store and see if i want something and be like oh they're all so cute and you'd see like spotty dotty stuff and you see more Kurope stuff and then you see like the section of hello kitties and i'd be like i don't know which section i want to see um, I remember like seeing a bunch of like the old characters, like Spotty Dotty, and so I would like look around the Sanrio store. The West Covina one was like really close to me, so I always went to that one all the time, and I loved going in there. And like usually, my Sanrio store was kind of small, but it still had like a lot of stuff that was Sanrio and Hello Kitty. And I'd be, like, fascinated all the time. I would, like, always buy the pencils because I always needed pencils or the lead pencils. And I would always buy them because, you know, I always loved writing and using, like, the cute pencils and, like, to be different in school. And I had—I still have this pencil, and it was a bendable pencil, and it's Hello Kitty. And it still writes, but not that well. But I don't use it that much anymore. And I just got that, like, from a present, or I even, like, buy other little trinkets and stuff that were Hello Kitty. I didn't really buy, like, big stuffed animal Hello Kitty stuff or Sanrio stuff. I always get them as gifts.
2: I remember my mom
0: always saying, Come on, we have to get out of this store before I buy something. And I'm like, but I'm going to buy something. (laughs) So it was, like, a really good memory to always see a Sanrio store.
2: When you're a Sanrio fan, everybody knows you're a Sanrio fan.
1: They know what to buy
2: you. And they always buy you Hello Hello Kitty.
1: Kitty. So, no surprise, when Meryl turned seven years old, she had a Sanrio-themed birthday party.
2: She received tons and tons of Sanrio presents, including a Hello Kitty plush that she cherishes to this day.
1: This... Puffalump Balloon Friend.
2: What's a -a Puffalump Balloon Friend, Marty?
1: Well, if you don't have your Club Sanrio mail order catalog Mm. handy, then you'll have to use your imagination and just picture a stuffed animal that's made out of like a nylon fabric. And Sanrio, back in the day, turned a lot of their characters into these Balloon Friends like Peckle, Winky Pinky... Who else? Tuxedo Sam. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites, Monkey Chi.
2: And balloon friends or Puffalumps kind of had like a shiny sheen to them. Um, they're easy to clean off. They're not like furry fuzzy stuffed animals, but they're still soft and cuddly.
1: Oh, I have an idea. If you want to see a picture of a balloon friend, just go to our website. You can go to our Facebook account. It is facebook.com slash big story, and you'll see tons and tons of pictures of balloon friends and pictures of Meryl and her collection. So this plush that Meryl received actually represents something that's pretty important to her. She's She's hung on to it from since she was seven, now 20 years, now she's 27. And she actually remembers seeing it in the uh, museum exhibit that's happening at the Jan M., the Japanese American National Museum, right now.
2: I don't know, I think this realization sometimes is a little stressful because we have items that um, we cherish, but like Meryl, realizing they're vintage is a little bit stressful because you realize they're worth a little bit more money than you want them to be worth. Um, and then using them is, you know, sometimes not an option. So if you have a stuffed animal like Meryl has, um, do you still like sleep with it at night and hug it, or do you put it up on a shelf and you know not enjoy it? Do you use your stuff, or do you collect it and store it? It's a big problem for us, huh, Marty?
1: Well this is like a battle of like of that collectors are always really faced with like if they get something, do they open it or do they save it do they do they not enjoy it? I know I enjoy things so if I buy something and I really want to keep it nice, then I might buy an extra one <laughs> so I can have one to open and then one to save so that's that's how I solve my problem.
2: I definitely. Want to enjoy it by using it, not so much putting it away and not seeing it.
1: Okay, enough from us. Here's <laughs> Meryl to tell her story.
0: On my seventh birthday, it was all Sanrio stuff. Yeah, I remember that I got a plush, like, I don't remember the year, but I know it's vintage because it's really old and um it was it was given to me from a relative and I remember being it like wrapped in like the old Hello Kitty Sanrio wrapping paper and it was like the last thing that I opened amongst all my other Sanrio stuff and it was just like it was just special to me that I like decided to like just keep it like from like since I was seven till now because it's it's like so it's so cool and like the material is like not like a plush plush like how it's like all fuzzy and stuff it's like kind of like a smooth material it's not like you know like a huggable plush but i mean it's still huggable but it's like really old and like i i love it so much
1: in the next part of the podcast meryl goes on to describe her collection
2: like a lot of us space is limited for meryl um she has to store a lot of it away because she can't Display most of it or use a lot of it. I can appreciate the fact that she keeps stuff away from dust
1: Yeah, and in and in this case uh, the items in her collection She goes on to describe how they're they've mostly been gifted to her from her friends and her family and To help her support her and and just make her smile
2: But when we were talking to Meryl, of course the conversation at one point turned to some of the stores closing. And so Meryl describes where and how she's ending up getting more of her Sanrio things now that there are fewer Sanrio stores to go to.
0: But it's okay. I always try to find Hello Kitty stuff, like go to Target. Target always has good Hello Kitty stuff or... You know, little things, that's Hello Kitty. Or even go to Little Tokyo sometimes and just go to the Sanrio. Because that one's always going to be open all the time. It's never going to close down, I hope. I collected all the 40th anniversary Hello Kitty toys. So I'm like, ah, I got them all. Since I, my room is kind of small, I can't really display them that well. But, I mean, I try to, like, keep a few things that are Hello Kitty and try to display them. Um, but usually most of my Hello Kitty stuff gets, gets put away and gets put in, like, bags so that they don't get dusty or ruined or something like that. I don't really use a lot of Hello Kitty stuff stuff because like i just collect them like i collect a lot of stickers from over the years and like i have never ever used hello kitty stickers like seriously and like my friend looks at my sticker collection and she's like you have so much hello kitty stickers why don't you use them i'm like no i'm not gonna use them because they're so cute i display like a hello kitty clock that i have like an alarm clock and i got it as a gift and it's like a projection and it like tells the time when it like projects like at night so it's like really cool and that's like probably the thing that i display a lot or like small hello kitty dolls that i put on my bed and i ha- also have a bed sheet so i have like the bed sheet on the bed and it's like already displayed <laughs> i still have bonus cards that i kept like i still have them and i'm like oh my god i still have these so cool i'm like keeping these even though you can't use them anymore but i would always like take advantage of that like i would always try to finish my card and then save it so that i accumulate like a prize or something with it but i never could like finish one card
1: Oh, Meryl brought up such a great point of the bonus card. I
0: still have a bunch of my bonus cards.
1: I have some bonus cards from the store that I worked at.
2: I have bonus cards from almost all the stores that I ever shopped at. They kind of tell a story about me, like moving from city to city. I can probably associate different bonus cards with different time periods of my life. Well, is that weird?
1: It's not weird. You're actually <laughs> it's really awesome that you're able to trace that back because like unlike for myself, I could only take advantage of bonus cards later like in the 2000s. So I don't oh. I don't know what it was like to get some of those way cooler prices that were offered. Anyway, I'll
2: tell you what it was like.
1: Well, it was way cool. Maybe that might have to be for your podcast episode. Maybe. When we feature you or us or our story. Anyway, moving on, Hmm. collecting stuff. Actually, the next part talks about, so we could talk about what we do with Sanrio stuff and all the things, like when you get all this stuff, what do you do with it? Certainly for us, we've collected a lot of Sanrio items. And more so now we're interested in hearing Sanrio stories. That's why we're doing the podcast.
2: We're collecting We're
1: collecting personal stories of Sanrio and how it affected you. So, if you Like want,
2: your story. Like
1: your story. If you want to be on this podcast, send us a message, let us know what you want to talk about mm. so we can start planning for it. Anyway, Meryl goes on to talk about what she does now with a lot of her items. That she has stationery and things like that. Um, and it's really cool. Listen.
0: If I see something that I like, I'll probably get it, but then I have to figure out first how to like display it or store it or something because like it's just gonna be lying around. And so I have to figure out first how to like be organized with my room and how to display it first before I buy something that's Hello Kitty but usually when I buy something from Hello Kitty it's usually like notepads so I can like write letters to like my Hello Kitty friends and send them like a Hello Kitty treat in the mail so you know that's that's what I usually do is like buy something that could be like sent out and it could be like for everybody and like Like, a bunch of my friends are doing Hello Kitty chain mails right now. And so we're like, oh, what's your email and what's your address? So we can send each other, like, Hello Kitty stuff through the mail and, you know, bring smiles to the world. And I'm like, yeah, that's so cool. Let's do it, you know. So, you know, it's pretty cool. And I'm like, I need more Hello Kitty paper. (laughs) I usually get, like, little cards to send out, to so that I can mail them and, like, write something, nice to, like, the person and just, like, make their day with Hello Kitty. I want to spread smiles because, like, I know a lot of things happen in life and it's like, you know, you just gotta, like, you know, get through it and have, like, a positive attitude and just smile.
2: So Meryl is a Sanrio gift gate. I mean, she gets sanrio to gift it it gets gifted to her she embodies the sanrio gift giving philosophy
1: yeah and just listening to that over and over again it's just like you hear her story and it just brings a smile to your face i mean that's it's as simple as that
2: i think we all want to be more like meryl
1: i think we should all try to be more like meryl
2: okay i'm gonna try
1: me too We are now at the point of our podcast where we ask all of our guests, who Who are your your top top five five favorite in characters? characters?
2: And Meryl, she totally stumped us with her answer. Yeah, we
1: were not ready for these ones. Not expecting this
2: one. You think you know. You think you can guess what someone likes. You think you have them typecasted, but not Meryl, so just listen
1: here she goes
0: <laughs> well i'm like sort of a big fan of like all the Sanrio characters i mean like hello kitty is like my favorite because i've always had more stuff of hello kitty um you know Herno nola would be like next to hello kitty because that was like you know a thing like, my second thing that I had on my seventh birthday, but, like, most of them are, like, all my favorites, like, I, I love them all, and, you know, they just, like, bring happiness to the world, like, I'm not gonna be like, oh, yeah, this one's, like, my real favorite, blah, 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 like, I think in, in way, many ways, they're all my favorite, but, like, Hello Kitty is like, number one, <laughs> So it's like they're all like equally my favorite. Like there's not really like oh I like this I like this one better. You know all that so
1: stuff. So it's, it's Hello Kitty, Peckle, and then all, all the of rest. Them. <laughs> yeah,
0: all the rest. I
2: like
1: that. Yeah, all that's a, that's a, that's a really good answer as well. <laughs> and that brings us to the end of this episode.
2: So bittersweet.
1: Well, it doesn't have to end. For your story, you can submit whatever you want to talk about for Sanrio to our podcast via email. Uh, log on to our blog at smallgiftbigstory.blogspot.com. Also, facebook.com smallgiftbigstory to see pictures. Uh, click on other episodes, and who knows, you could be telling your story on here
2: soon. So if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, keep the enjoyment going. Let us know what your story is, and guess what? You'll have a podcast next.
1: A podcast episode, right?
2: Your podcast will be next. Your story, your story will be next.
1: Could be heard by other Sanrio It fans. probably
2: will be. Not
1: yeah, let's keep it positive. <laughs> All right, that's it for us for this time. We will see you later.